Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. You know, I wanted to do a Christmas-related show today, so I I don't think I'm going to get to that. There are many other things that I wanted to talk about, so maybe, maybe tomorrow I'll do one last podcast. Uh, I was going to not do it on Christmas Eve and Christmas to take the time to spend it with my family and to sleep, bro. I I don't even, while working tomorrow, half day probably, dumps are closed. So I can't really do much work. I can only do as much work until the trucks are full. For those of you that don't know, I own a junk removal company. It's called Take Junk. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. On this show, I like to talk about things that I think relate to you guys, which would have been a Christmas topic today. My thoughts on Christmas itself, which I obviously, I love Christmas. But it is a money suck, and people suck money from you during this time of year that puts your family in a tough position. You allow people to suck money from you because you feel bad because you're like, oh, I got to get my brother's kids something and I got to get somebody else something. You don't have to get him shit. And I want to talk about that, but I think we'll have to save that for tomorrow because we have other pressing topics that we must talk about today about how the crybabies, crybaby America uh, has won, or at least it looks like they've won. You've whined. The, the the squeaky wheel gets the grease, as they say. And looks like President Trump might veto the stimulus package, the coronavirus package, because you whiny-ass bitches want more money. And then something that the Trump administration, their labor uh, 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 force, or whatever the hell, the, the, the labor cabinet people, they put out something that will absolutely suck for anybody that works in the in in the restaurant industry, if you are a waitress, Josh Gordon, I want to get to, and I still didn't get the Charlie Baker's thing about the uh, the transportation climate a bill that he passed. That's going to raise the cost of gas probably nine cents, and people and I don't want it because I don't care about the trees. So I don't I don't know. We have to get to this shit. So maybe we'll do that today, and then maybe I'll do a podcast tomorrow. You can get the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get my podcast. Please do me a favor. If you only listen to the podcast on Instagram or Facebook, at least go to one of those places and subscribe. I need that because I that's how I, I'm trying to get advertisers. I'm currently... Setting up a, 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 I'm not setting up a PowerPoint, bro. That ain't my style. I Maybe somebody else could do it for me, but I'm not doing it. Do they even have PowerPoint things anymore? I'm just setting up information so that I can get advertisers for the program so that I can start making a little chip. I got to make a little coin off this program. I've been doing it for almost a year. February will actually, the end of February will be a year. 
So I need to make a little money, and the way I have to, the way I do that is I need to be able to show people how many subscribers I have. It needs to be a lot, and how many how many episodes or how many um, streams it gets per day when it first gets uploaded. It needs to be somewhere around two thousand five hundred. It's actually doing pretty good the past few weeks, up around a thousand for every one that I that I post. So I really appreciate that, guys. But I still I I, I need the help. So help me out, jeez. The other day, some some girl uh, or, a, or a woman that listens to the program, nice lady, says that I, that that she can't stand that I that I, you know, suck my boogers in, and I think it's a morning thing. I think when I get up, my nose is just spooky and it's full, and I, now I can't. Now she's got me thinking about it, and I can't stop thinking about it. So now I do it more. I'm gonna try to stop doing it. I apologize. I'm not trying to gross people out. Maybe before I get up, I should do, and then you know. Take some of those, uh, you know, the things they wave in the football player's nose and maybe clam myself out. I don't know. And someone said I start to look like Jacques, Jacques Lafleur. Do you guys remember that movie, Harry and the Hendersons? Great movie, by the way. John Lithgow and the guy who played Jacques Lafleur. She said that I'm starting to look like Jacques Lafleur. Let's see. He kind of looked, maybe if I had like a, a rifle like that, but I don't know. Anyways, let's get in this. I got to go to work. I got work today, a little bit of work tomorrow, which is why I'm probably going to do um, spazzing out tomorrow and we'll do the Christmas shit tomorrow. President Trump, and I'm done talking about the stimulus package and about whiny ass Americans that are bitching about only getting, possibly getting 600 bucks. But President Trump yesterday, he, he put a video on Twitter and he is asking Congress... Again, if I don't say this, I will kill somebody. Congress, Senate, House of Representatives, that makes up Congress, not just the House of Representatives. He's asking them to give more money to the American people. He wants them to amend to amend the bill. He wants you guys to get $2,000 a piece, $4,000 for a married couple that make under... $150,000. So congratulations to the wine babies, to the, oh, the woe is me's, to the, oh, they don't, you don't know how tough it is. There's no way else to make money. What are we going to do? <sighs> you people, you bums that can't even pick up your own fucking pants. You'll get more money, and I'm happy for you. You're not going to get two grand. The bill, if he he hasn't vetoed it yet, he hasn't said if he's going to veto it, veto it, or if he's going to sign it. If he sends it back, they will amend it. It ain't going to be two thousand. I bet you get bumped up to twelve hundred bucks, but you will get more money so that they can push it through. Push push it through. Of course, Princess Pelosi loves the idea. It's probably the only thing her and President Trump have ever agreed on over the past four years. She says, let's do it. She's she's extremely happy. Now, last thoughts on this is the people that are talking about the big money that are going to foreign countries. Listen, I, I can't stress this more enough, more or, or stress it enough. I don't want any money to ever go to another country, ever ever, ever. I don't care about other countries. I care about the United States of America and its people first. All the money that is going to any country should stay here and should go to things that help the United States. Infrastructure, more money for the military, more money for uh, programs here, anything but going somewhere else. But 
Let me get this clear because I, 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 I look at that gray hair. You see that? Hold on. Hold on. Wow, that's a big, I really get distracted pretty easily, but that's a pretty ass, that's a pretty ass big gray hair in the middle of my nose. All right. Let me be clear on it. It's two separate things. There is nothing in the stimulus, coronavirus stimulus, stimulus package of monies going to foreign countries. Nothing. There is nada. It's two separate things. The $1.7 trillion government spending bill that's going to run the government has money going to for, for foreign aid. It has been like that for years. Every single year, Congress sets a budget, just like the state sets a budget, just like your city municipality sets a budget. And in the government's budget, there is money going to foreign countries. Now, I, 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 hear me out. Separating things matters. It does. It's just like I get upset when people say Congress and they don't think it includes the Senate. It's two different bills. It doesn't change the fact that the money, that there, that there should be no money going to foreign countries and why people are pissed off about it. I totally understand that. I, I really do. But you need to forget about that shit, right? And if you don't like the fact that Congress is giving money to foreign aid, then you need to vote for different people because it's your people. It's, 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 it's it, it, all of them. It's not just liberals. It's conservatives too that are sending money over there. Don't forget the Senate agreed on this, majority Republican. So everybody wants to send money to foreign aid. Everybody. If you don't like it, don't vote for these people. Next time you go to vote, go look look at where they send the money. Next time you go and vote and you feel all high and mighty about the fact that in the government spending um, for the year, X amount of money is going to foreign dollars, I want you to go look and say, oh, huh, my representative signed off on this and said it was cool to send money overseas. My senator signed off on this and said it was cool to send money overseas. Well, then don't fucking vote for them next time. But it's two different bills. So enough of the people bitching and moaning and whining about there being foreign aid in the coronavirus package. There is not. There is foreign aid in the government spending bill. There is not foreign aid in the coronavirus package. So I'm moving on from that. I, I don't want to hear about it. If you don't like it, don't vote for these people anymore. Plain and simple. Now, one other point. Why would we send money in foreign aid to countries? I want you to think about that. There is a reason. Probably something that you don't hear about. Probably something way above our pay grade. It is most likely a pay-to-play scenario. We probably send foreign aid to certain countries so that we can keep our military bases there so that we can have a military present presence. I'm sure it is a trade-off. I don't want to give them money, but I'm willing to bet that it is a trade-off for something that we don't know about. We send money to Israel so for, for the fact that we get their support. It, it's it, We send money to allies for the fact that we get their support. I don't want to send anybody money, but I'm sure there is a reason why we are sending these people money. But be clear on this. It's two separate things. Two separate things. Now let's get back to the whiny, bitchy Americans who got all butthurt about the fact that they were getting $600, cried, complained, bitched, moaned. President Trump heard you. You guys don't like President Trump. So I I, I need to... Two, two things I feel about this. Uh, first off, the whiny crybabies are most likely liberals. 
then you guys don't like the president. You hated President Trump and you didn't vote for him and you wanted to get rid of him. And now this very man who back in the summertime signed an executive order to, to extend your benefits for unemployment. What a good, what a, no, what a dickhead. How, what a scumbag, right? He's doing what you guys want. And then he hears you guys crying. Man, it's $600. That's all we're going to get. And he hears you and he puts out a video and he's threatening to veto the bill so he can give you guys more money. Where's Joe on this? I haven't heard Joe come out. Where, where is your buddy, Joe Biden? He has not come out and said, hey, I back, I echo the president and say, give them $2,000 a month. No, you won't hear it because in fact, the president has always been for you. The president has always wanted to help out the American people first, which is why he says, give them more money. I disagree with him. I don't think he should give you more money. I don't think you need the money. What I think you need is a father figure, a president, much like Ronald Reagan, would come out and say, hey, you don't need my help. You don't need the government's help. What you need is to learn how to take care of yourself. What you need to understand is that no one is going to help you in life but you. Take a long look in the mirror and say, what can I do to better my life? Not what can someone else do? Not what can the government do to better my life? What can I do? Starting today, what can I do to better myself, to put myself in a better position so that when bad things happen, I make big money? Like Warren Buffett, like Jeff Bezos, like all the big companies that made money off of this terrible thing that's happened here in the United States, which half of it caused by pandemic, half of it caused by the fact that governors shut the shit down. How do I position myself to make big wealth? How can I get there for the next one? That's what you need to be thinking about. You need to be thinking about how can I better myself not, <laughs> I want my money. <laughs> I guess it's 600 bucks. Here's, here's what's great. It's a waste of money. You're gonna get you're gonna get more money. You're not gonna get two grand, but you'll probably get more now. It'll get renegotiated. You probably get twelve hundred bucks. It's great. It's a fucking waste of money. You guys are gonna misuse it. You're gonna misspend it. It's, it's like they might as well burn it. They might honestly. They might as well just say, hey, the, if I were president, I'd say, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not gonna give you the money. I'm gonna. I'm, I'd put a big stack of it. I'd light the shit on fire and say, this is what you guys are gonna do with it anyways. That's it. You're gonna burn it. You're not going to use it. You're not going to use it for what it's supposed to be used for to help you get by. Fucking ah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Not only am I done, I can't stop looking at that that gray here. It's like right in the middle, dude. It's hilarious. I'm gonna have to get just for men going. I like the grays though. I think I'm gonna shave. I'll shave today. I'm done on the stimulus package. Listen, I good for you guys. Glad you guys are going to get money. High five. Uh, congratulations. You're getting more. You, you, you did the equivalent of what I did as a kid. I, I'd go to my father and I say, Dad, I, I need like five bucks. And my, and my dad had two. My, the great, the late, great Stan Paziali had two pockets of cash. One pocket had a, a dollar and they'd it, it, sure to be lint in the fold. And then the other package the other package, the other pocket had loot, had the real money, had, had cash, you know, a couple hundred bucks, had the twenties in that pocket. And you'd go to dad and you say, dad, 
I, I need five bucks I, I, for whatever. And he just give you that look like <laughs> five bucks. You know, he just give you that stern look like, you know, what's coming next. Like you want money? Go get a job. Literally. That's what that Stan was just like straight up. But if you didn't want to deal with it, there are some times in my dad's life where he's just sitting on the couch and he's like, I don't want to deal with him right now. So he'd stick his hand in the, in the, in the, in the preloaded pocket with the dollar and the lint and he'd pull that thing out. And, and, and it, it brought, I'm telling you, if you blew on it, the dust would come off of it. And he'd take the dollar out of his pocket and he'd hand it over to you and you'd be like, that's all you got. And, and he'd pull that pocket. I'd be like, that's all I got. And you'd be like, what's in the other pocket? Nothing. What's in the other pocket? And you'd be like reaching at it and trying to grab at it. <clears throat> and then of course, because I, cause my, I don't know, maybe my dad hated me. And then of course, one of my other brothers would come in and ask for something and he'd stick his hand in the other pocket. He'd pull out the wad and you'd be like, ooh, ooh. The thing was a fat stack of 20s. He'd pull a crisp one off, hand it to one of my brothers and look at me like, what? What? Beat it. Go get a job, you bum. <clears throat> so that's what you guys have done. You successfully whined, bitched, and moaned, and you'll get more money. But we need to get we need to get on to that. I I to to uh, all right. Bad news for people that work in the restaurant industry. More bad news. This one is directed at the people who get paid in tips. People who make tips at restaurants, I guess, would be waiters. Waitresses, can you call them waiters and waitresses anymore? Or are they just servers? Is it demeaning to call a girl a waitress or a or or a, a guy a waiter? Uh, the people, I guess, bartenders. This would include too. So a, a new, I don't know if it, it's not really an executive order. It's just a new labor. I, I don't honestly, I don't know how the fuck it becomes law. To be honest with you, I have to look more into it because I just read it five minutes before I sat down to do the show, but. In 60 days, this will go into effect. So it could, in fact, never go into effect because Joe Biden's labor uh, secretary could just wipe it out and make it go away. But starting in 60 days, owners of restaurants can take more of the server's tips and more of the uh, bartender's tips and use the tips to pay, uh, to, to pay cooks or to spread the wealth, to give it to cooks and to give it to dishwashers. Listen, I've worked in the restaurant industry for a little bit, but I was a dishwasher. That that's I I honestly I, look at me, bro. If I came out and tried to serve you food, you'd be like, uh, you'd send it back. It, I come out and you're like, I got no teeth. My glasses are all scratched. I look like like I said, I look like Jacques Lafleur. I'm gonna come out. You're gonna be like, uh, can you? Nah, you'd send it back. So, of course, I was going to get stuck in the back. But I actually liked washing dishes. It was a pretty good job. Here's, here's the, the, the tough thing. Instead of uh, raising the wages for the back, what, what they call them is back-of-the-house workers, the cooks, the chefs, the, 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 the people that prepare the food, and the people that clean the place, instead of giving them a raise... Essentially, what's going to happen is the waiter and waitress are going to have to give them tips. So I don't know how the restaurateur, the guy who owns the place, takes your loot and then distributes it. I don't know how that works. All I know is you will be making less money. And I, I don't, it's just one of those things that I, I, I don't know how, how it works. 
I, I can just say this. Bitching and moaning is going to happen. People are going to be pissed. Waitresses are not going to be happy. Waiters are not going to be happy with giving money to the cook or giving money to the dishwasher. I can tell you this. Uh, dishwashers make more than waitresses in terms of by the hour. But when you add tips in, waitresses will certainly make more. Same thing with prep cooks. I don't know that they should have to be forced to spread their tips, but they should be tipping these people if they're not. The, the, the guy who cleans the dishes, is it's a huge service. He gets the dishes done quick so that therefore you can get plates back on the table. You can feed more people. The cook clearly and the prep cook clearly are important because they are prepping the food that your guy is going to be eating. Essentially, you're going to hate this, but you do nothing. All you do is take the food from the window where the guy hits the bell. He goes, ding. You take the food. You waddle your ass over to the customer. You put it down and you say, would you like anything else? All you are is essential. You know what? You're essentially a fucking human text message. They, instead of, you know what? They could probably get rid of waitresses and just have you text it back to the chef. So you're basically just a text message. You walk over to the table. Guy says, I would like a cheeseburger. Well done. You walk over, you're like a, you're like a text message, except we can see you. It's like Mike TV. We're seeing you go from one end uh, uh, of the Wonka room to the other end under the TV. You walk, what, what can I get you, sir? I would like a burger. Then you walk, you go over to the chef. Can I have one cheeseburger? Well done. Well, then the chef makes it. Then the, the chef sends a text message, says, hook, ding. You, you hit, it's just like a, a fucking text message. Ding. Boom. You grab the burger. You walk over, you give it to the guy. That's it. Then you get tipped. When in fact, the tip is really based on what the chef did. The guy likes the burger. He eats, he takes a bite. Oh, this is a good fucking burger. This is really good. Therefore, your tip gets better. But yet you don't share any money with those people back there that do all the work. And all you are is literally... Just a messenger. You're a pigeon bird. That you're, you're a pigeon messenger. You go from you, you, literally in medieval times. Do you think they fucking you, did they tip the pigeons? No, the pigeon probably got back. They got the message and then they fucking ate the pigeon. They were like, "Oh, we're hungry. Let's pluck this shit and let's eat it." And then we'll go find another pigeon to send the next message. I don't think that you, yes, you play an important role with customer service. Talk, making them feel happy. Make sure that my drink is full. You, you, you relay the message to the bartender that I want another drink. But that's what you do. You relay messages. I'm happy that you're making tips. Good. But I think you should be tipping out the people in the back room anyways. Now you're going to be forced to do it. If, of course, the owner makes you. Now, this is kind of skirting the issue, which is that maybe people should get paid more money. But I don't think that's the problem. If you want to make more money... Go get another job. If you want to make more money, let me say that nice and slow so you people can understand. If you are unhappy working at a restaurant, which they're not fucking really open anyway, so like this matters. If you are not happy with your current situation as a waiter or a waitress or a cook or a dishwasher at a restaurant and you feel like you're not making enough money, here's what I suggest you do. Work hard at the restaurant to move up and become a manager. You might make more money. Or get another job where you can move up 
and make more money. Bottom line is, the only person here, again, just like the stimulus check, just like anything, I'm so sick of fucking people. Anything that happens is on you. It's nobody else's fault. Listen, if I own a restaurant, I'm in the restaurant business to make money. Money. I want to make mass, lots, moolah, lots of money. And the way I make lots of money is I have good service. And then you'll say, oh, well, to have good service, you got to have good waiters. Yes. Yes, you do. I, I agree. But if you are a lifelong waiter, you're going to be miserable. Waiters and waitresses should really be college-age kids. I, I don't need Flo, who's fucking 90 years old, that's been a waitress her whole entire life. You can't make a living off of that. What a waitress and a waiter should be is a college kid making a little bit, a little bit extra cash on the side, and it certainly is not their real job. Now, I don't want to have to pay my cook baby more money, my, my, the guy doing the dishes more money, because if I do, I have to charge the customer more money. The more you make, the more I have to charge the customer. The more I charge the customer, the less the customer wants to come. He comes in and he's like, let me get a cheese pizza. And I'm like, yeah, it's 20 bucks. I was like, 20 bucks? Well, yeah, they, they, this is another one that I can't stand. Oh, 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 oh kid, I'm going to get so pissed. The, my, my, we're all over the place on this topic, but the very people that will fight for you to make more money at a certain job are the same people that will complain when I give you a raise, but then I have to raise the cost of my goods. So the guy, let's say you, you're, you're, a, you're one of the labor people. You're like, yep, that's it. We're going to give uh, waitresses $20 an hour. We're going to give them big dollars, big bucks. And then I go into the restaurant and the waitresses, they're applauding me. They're like, there he is. He made sure we got $20 an hour. I sit down. I'm like, yeah. You know the deal. Let me get a cheese pizza. Come on, I, I, I eat the cheese pizza. I, and all I get is a cheese pizza. I get the bill. It's like $30. I'm like, 30 bucks. I just got a large cheese. Yeah, you know, the, the boss raised it. What do you mean the boss raised the price? Well, he, he, it, the cost of doing business went up. So therefore, the cost of pizza went up. And then you get pissed. I'm not going to pay $30 for a pizza. Well, bro, if you want to pay waitresses $20 an hour, you're going to pay $30 a fucking pizza. That's just how it works. You idiots. To wrap that up, does it suck to be a waitress and make like $3 an hour and then you have to work for your tips? Yes. But you want to know what sucks more? It's people that don't realize it's their fault. That's what's even worse. I would advise my kids, if my, if my son or my daughter ever becomes a waiter and they come to me and they say, Dad, I'm just not making enough money at the restaurant. I will say to them, like, yeah, because you're a fucking waiter. That's Because you're a waitress. That's what I would say. I would look right in your face and say, it's because you're a waiter. That's why you're not making enough money. What are you doing to move out of that job? Why don't you go do something else where you can make real money? Real money. All right. Off on that. What are we doing on time? Uh, it, it does. Well, let, let's wrap it up on this. It does suck. I'm not going to say that it doesn't. It's just ultimately people... The theme here with me all the time is accountability, self-accountability. And if you are not happy making the amount of money you're making, find a way to make more. Don't blame the employer. It's not his fault. He has a job. He wants to make business and he's going to run it how he sees fit. And if, if he goes out of business because of it, that's on him. It's not his fault. He is going to try to get, listen, as someone 
that owns a business. I am going to try to run my business as efficiently as possible. I want to buy the cheapest trash bags. I want to, I literally, I want to have the lowest budget I can for the highest possible return. And if it doesn't work out in my favor, then my business goes away. But I don't want to hear employees bitch because you don't have to work here. Go somewhere else. Trust me. I can do it without you. Trust me. I, I, I will say that to your damn face. I, look, for example, are the New England Patriots still an organization without Tom Brady? You people sit back and go, oh, well, they suck. They're not looking good. That, that's great. Nobody gives a shit if they suck. It, Robert Kraft is still making money. He's still getting paid without Tom. It's a fucking business. We don't need you. Now I sound like an asshole because I appreciate my employees. I do. But I even tell them, the people that, well, I don't have anybody working for me now, but um, when I had guys, I would, I would tell them, hey, you need to go get a real job. I want you out of here. I, 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 you know how many letters I've written to the union for guys to get union jobs or, or a better paying wage? I don't want you working here. Working in the truck for take junk, it's a fucking dead-end job. You're not going to make any money. You're going to be a bum. You're a bum. I straight up, I'll tell you, you're a bum. That's what it got told to me. When I, when I was a kid, I used to do foundations. So right out of high school, I did foundations right before I was going to UMass for the year before. I worked for Donnie McLaughlin, and he would tell me day in and day out. He'd pick me up at like 5 in the morning, and he'd be like, you're going to be a bum. You're going to be a bum. And I'm like, ah, Donnie. And he'd be like, no. He goes, slinging foundations, pulling concrete for him. Not it's Listen, concrete guys, you can make a lot of money in the union. You can make a lot of money if you own the business. But I'm talking about just being a labor bum for a local concrete guy where you're making 15 bucks an hour, you know, 10 bucks, whatever it was back then. It was like, fuck, it was like eight. And he just reiterated, like, you're going to be a bum. He's like, you think making eight bucks an hour is a good job? He's like, you need to get out of here. You need to get educated. You need to get a job. You. And it's not Donnie's fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's your fault. It's on you. You want to be better? Make yourself better. Don't wait for the government to give you $2,000 that will do nothing because you will spend it. It will all be gone. It does nothing. You're not getting it all the time. It's a once, it's a once in a lifetime. Well, twice in a lifetime thing now. That shit is going to be gone. It will help you do nothing. Nada. Only you can help yourself. All right, I'm done. Last thing. Uh, I feel like I should get to Baker's thing, but I really want to talk about Josh Gordon. We're doing Josh Gordon. All right, Josh Gordon, who is now on um, the, the, the Seahawks. He just he got reinstated, let's say, December 3rd, and then he got suspended again on December 16th. And he, he basically he violated the substance abuse clause with... Regards to the NFL, so the guy can't play again. For those of you that don't follow sports, Josh Gordon was a wide receiver. He was on the Browns, on the Patriots. Both places, he had problems with, I, I, it, I don't know if it was more than weed, what kind of drugs he was doing, alcohol, I have no clue. Substance abuse of some kind. But hell of, a, hell of an athlete. He's one of those guys that has all the talent, but doesn't apply himself. As I would like to, as I always say, hard work will always beat talent when talent refuses to work. Now, I have always felt, and I still believe, in life and in sports, that I don't care if you are an alcoholic or if you are a druggie. I don't care. Do what you want. As long as it doesn't really affect me, 
I don't care. You want to get high? Get high. You want to get drunk? Get drunk. You want to shoot fentanyl and die? Please, by all means, as Ebenezer Scrooge would say, if you're going to die, you best get you best get your ass on it and fucking die and move on, and so that we can move on. Please, get it done. Peace out. I don't care. But when it comes to the NFL, I really don't. Th- <laughs> this is an odd one for me, but I don't think they should suspend the guy. But who cares if he can get out on, as long as he can get out on the field? whether it's Josh Gordon or any other player, as long as you can get out on the field and you can perform at a high level, who cares? I don't know why it's a problem. I, I, I really don't. Honestly, I would, I, I would love to see a football league where the guys just all go out there and they're all cracked up. Could you imagine, bro? We got to do it. You know what? We I have to get a fucking dude. We got to do it. We got to do. We, we have to do flag football down at Meth Mile. That's how I'm doing. I'm doing it. When it gets nice out again, I'm going to fucking do flag football at Mass Ave. I'm going to. Uh, so years ago, I did meth. Uh, um, what the fuck did I do? I did um, a couple years ago. I did. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was it called? I did meth marathon. So on the marathon, I had a bunch of guys banged up on uh, methanol, on on suboxone and fucking and oxys, run like a quarter mile on Mass Ave, and the winner got twenty bucks, dude. That's it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna shut down when when it gets wicked nice out and coronavirus is over. I'm heading down to Mass Ave, dude. I'm gonna play fucking flag football seven on seven right on Mass Ave with the with like seven fourteen druggies. I think it would be phenomenal. Hear me, eat, li- listen. I could care less if everybody out on the field is cracked out, banged up, hammered. It doesn't matter as long as the product is still good. If the league believes that it's bad for their business, I get it. I, I'm sure that that's the problem. I'm sure they say, hey, look, we, we can't have, we can have alcohol commercials, but we can't have guys drinking. You know, we, we can support certain things, but we can't have it on the field. I totally understand that, but I don't care. There should be a league for druggies. They, they should just start a league for guys that, that, that are good athletes but want to get fucked up. It's just like us. It's just like you and me. I like to drink, but I still think I'm a high performer. I, I mean, I, I'd like to believe I'm a high performer. I get up in the morning before most people go to work. I bang out a podcast. Then I go to work all day. Then I get home. I hop on the Peloton for an hour to burn about 1,000 calories. And then... Play with my kids, have a good time. I go to bed around fucking midnight, get right back up. But I like to drink. Should I get banned? Should I be bounced out? Should I be, uh, am I the dredge of the universe? No. I'm just a high performer and there's some people that can function like that. So let them function like that. I don't see the problem with it. I've always believed that also criminals, athletes that are criminals, should pay their debt to society by playing in the NFL still. So for example, we'll just use Aaron Hernandez. While he was still in jail, before he killed himself, I thought that he should have still played football. I thought that the NFL should have uh, forced him to play, and, and the money that he would make would go to other people or to other things, but he would still have to go out on the field and perform. So let's just say you're a real scumbag. You, 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 no, you know what? You're, you're a, an NFL wide receiver. You, you, you hit someone with your car because you were drink drive, drunk driving. You should still have to play. You go every day. You go to, you go to prison. You leave, but you don't get any of the money. The money goes to a program for 
drunk drivers. The money goes to a program for alcoholics. Whatever you did, let's say you raped a girl. Okay, you, you, you're a... Ah. It's a tough thing to say that, but let's just say you did. You should be forced to play and play at a high level. And the money that you were going to make on that contract should go to the, to the victim's family. These guys get off too easy going to prison. And then you take the drug dealers, you take this guy, Josh Gordon, just because he likes to drink, because he likes to snort a line or something like that, and he can't play football. Yeah, Dante Stallworth, yes. It's like that. I don't care if you do drugs. I really don't. It's not a big deal. If they're still a high performer, let them play. I know a lot of you guys feel that way. And I just, for once, I kind of agree with everybody. If you play well, you get to stay. If you don't play well, no big deal. See you later. All right. I'm out on this topic. I, I got to go. I got to go to work. Tomorrow, we'll do Christmas. And we'll talk about the fact of how Christmas is just a money suck. It's just another holiday. We have many holidays here in the United States that are money sucks and time sucks, where they siphon loot out of the... You, you should be more pissed about Christmas taking your money than you should be about being a waitress or a waiter and about your restaurateur taking money from you. You'll spend thousands of dollars on Christmas that will financially fuck you up for years to come, but you want to feel good because you want your kids. You want your kids to have a with my, my kids. They think I'm a bad dad because... Because Santa didn't bring them everything they wanted. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to be my kids' best friends. No, I don't want to be their best friend. I want them to look back and be like, damn, my dad was on me, and that's why I am successful, and that's why I make a lot of money, and that's why I'm happy, and I, and you guess what? I don't need fucking Santa to bring me shit. I could buy what I want because I make my own money because my dad grinded my ass so that I made my own loot. And I'm not a waitress, and I'm not waiting for no stimulus check. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Thank you for listening to America's Podcast.